watch hockey during the podcast. <laughs> That'll be exciting. <laughs> <laughs> I might get distracted and yell a bunch, but it's nobody okay. listens to this anyways. Hey. <laughs> People listen to it. Do they? They do. Sometimes. Well, should we start it? Sure. Take it away. Oh, hello, everyone. Um, who is listening? Welcome to another episode of I Love This, You Should Too, a podcast with me, Samantha, and him who's watching hockey, Indy. <laughs> We're not recording during an Oilers game, though, no. because then we'd both need to pay attention. Yeah, and I'll I... just have something going on in the background. <laughs> it's overtime. We need to record, though, so yeah. I'll just have that going. So how the podcast works is this week we will have two spoiler-free spoiler things of the week, and then I will be revealing what we will be watching for our big watch next week. And you gave us a hint last time. I know it's going to be Keanu-based. Yes, it's going to be Keanu-based. So that's exciting. It can go two ways. It could be one of the Keanu movies you've seen and yeah. you love, but... I feel like it won't be that because you say he's your favorite ever and yeah. you've never seen any of his movies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I uh, think I'm leaning towards something that I haven't seen but probably should have. All right. Well, we'll get there in a bit. But until then, Sam, what's your thing of the fortnight? Um, My thing of the fortnight is a book. Big surprise. About a missing woman? Uh, sort of. Okay. Uh, Flicker in the Dark by Stacey Willingham. And uh, it was published in 2022, so it's a pretty new book. And uh, it's been optioned for a TV series starring Emma Stone. So I thought this would be kind of a fun one to do for the podcast. Uh, so it is about psychologist Chloe Davis, um, who as a child, her father was convicted of murdering six teenage girls. And uh, this book kind of follows Chloe as she deals with um, some PTSD because girls have started going missing again. Uh-oh. Yeah. So uh, it's one of those classic Samantha recommendations. It's twisty and turny. Um, it's a thriller. It's a mystery. And uh, you kind of get to see a side of this genre that you don't usually get to see which is what happens to the family of the people who murder people or are possibly wrongfully convicted because if people are still get going yes. missing does she have to go and uh, solve it and clear her dad's name yes all right so it's it's fun. It's got a few kind of new ideas that you don't see in all of the books that I recommend for the podcast. Um, and I would say, check it out. The end? The end. Just a quick one. All right. <laughs> that was quick. Indy, what's your spoiler-free thing of the fortnight? Well, since we were talking about action movies based around Keanu and... Yeah. Because you were saying maybe you'll do The Matrix, maybe you want to see John Wick, maybe you haven't seen Speed. No, I haven't or seen Point Speed. Or Point Break. Or Point Break. So I <laughs> revisited one of my older favorite action movies, and that is Rumble in the Bronx, Ooh. starring Jackie Chan. Oh. So this is a 1995 movie. It was Jackie Chan's... I would say kind of his North American breakthrough. It was where he became more known to people here. 
I think at the time, because I was I was a kid when this came out, but I did know of his uh, Chinese stuff, oh, some okay. of the stuff he's doing in Hong Kong, because I was real into uh, Hong Kong cinema and into martial arts movies when I was quite little, because oh. I was a very big Bruce Lee fan. <laughs> and in my mind, Jackie Chan was the greatest thing since Bruce Lee. I still stand by that. I think he is fantastic. Okay. And have you seen any of his things? Probably in like the 2000s, he got big and was I, doing movies with like Owen Wilson yeah, and Chris Tucker Yeah, I feel like stuff. mainstream stuff, but not like his older stuff. What do you know about him? Um, what kind of a presence is he in a movie? I know he's a martial artist. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the things I've seen, he's been kind of comedic. And of course, now I on the top of my head, I can't name a Jackie Chan movie that I've seen, but I do know that he tends to be like funnier. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And the other big thing that he's known for is that he does all of his own stunts. I did know that. Which is a a thing in the kind of film history that he comes from, but over here, not so much. Mm -hmm. Usually you have an action star who is the face, but not doing all the stunts. So those are exactly what he is uh, known for. And action comedy is kind of a pretty small niche mm-hmm. especially now it doesn't really seem to exist anymore like maybe ryan reynolds does those types of movies yeah. or your guardians of the galaxies yeah with those like quippy asides yeah i guess that's the closest thing yeah. we really have outside of outside of jackie chan who's still going strong and i Man, enjoy that love him i think it makes it fun yeah and he's not just someone who says a funny bit he does funny bits in the fighting oh which is Something that I don't know anyone else who's really doing it. And he does a lot of like prop fighting. Like he'll use someone's jacket or in this movie, he opens a freezer and smacks someone and then hides in the fridge part and jumps out. And like, there's a lot of really interesting choreography. And he does all of that kind of stuff himself. Hmm. Cool. So it's a super simple and kind of dumb plot. Somehow um, there's this poor boy (laughs) in a wheelchair and a bunch of diamonds get stashed in his cushion. Why? I don't know. There, There is a story about like a street gang like beating up on people in a market. And then there's this other big drug deal or like a diamond smuggling operation. It doesn't really make sense, but it doesn't have to because okay. that's not what a Jackie Chan movie is all about. Uh, this was shot in Vancouver, despite being called Rumble in the Bronx. You can see the mountains a couple times. Oh. And I know they had to add a lot of graffiti because Vancouver was too clean. Oh, I would have assumed it would have been shot in the Bronx. <laughs> oh, that's too expensive. This True. was a relatively low budget movie. I think it was like $7 million or something, which was big for him at the time. Mm-hmm. And it was something that was on a bigger scale than movies that he had done in the past. And the tagline for Rumble in the Bronx is, no fear. No stuntman, no equal. Whoa. Which I like because they're selling Jackie Chan for Jackie Chan. It's not like, hey, come see this fun movie with this great story. It's like, no, look at this guy. He's insane. He's Jackie Chan. I do remember him being like advertised as like a big box office draw. And that is amazing to me. The idea of somebody coming and taking over Hollywood, essentially, because he made a lot of really, really big, Mm -hmm. successful action movies through the 90s and the 2000s. And this is someone who's kind of older looking, doesn't speak great English, 
but his skills are just so much better than everyone else that they're like, he just kind of has to be a star. Mm -hmm. And it's not just all of the uh, martial arts stuff, which of course I think he's fantastic, but he has a certain charisma to him. Mm. I think he's a very charming on-screen presence and a very different one than we usually get because he's kind of the... Ah, shucks, every man, but then Mm -hmm. also the best fighter in the world, which is like a fun (laughs) little combination. And this movie, because they are are playing with a bigger scale than a lot of his other ones, a lot of the sequences seem like they were described to Jackie Chan by a hyperactive seven-year-old, and then he just kind of figures out how to do it. Oh, like, oh, you're going to do this? You're going to do this? There's a sequence where uh, Jackie Chan's driving a Lamborghini, and then he goes and finds a giant sword, and he has that sticking out the window, and he's holding it there with his foot, and then he drives alongside a hovercraft to cut it open, and then goes up to a roof, jumps off the roof, and lands on a hovercraft. Whoa. And it sounds like, yeah, like a child playing with their toys of just like, and this, and this, and this, and now there's a hovercraft. Yeah. And that's how this movie is. And I think that is great. And I love that the credits in this movie are just people getting seriously hurt or falling because it's, it's the bloopers. He usually does the bloopers over his credits because they are wild. (laughs) And I appreciate this movie, just like how someone would watch a movie like um, Avatar or 300 and they're they think that, well, yeah, maybe it's not the greatest story, but look how amazing this looks. Mm -hmm. And to me, I'm not all that impressed by that. But the same thing works on Jackie Chan movies. Like, yeah, the story is not good. (laughs) The acting is not good. In fact, this one is all dubbed and not well dubbed. Oh. So it's very clear that those people aren't saying their lines, and it seems like a poorly dubbed movie. But... Because of this one specific thing, because of Jackie Chan and his stunts and all of these crazy imaginative things he's doing, it still makes it a very engaging watch. And then in the outtakes, you get to see him break his ankle and he just snapped it and you can see it. And that's in the movie that makes it in. But then for the rest of the movie in the outtakes, you can they don't cut away around it. So you can see that he's doing all of these stunts with a huge cast on his foot. And he just has a big sock over top that's painted to look like a sneaker. But when you actually look at it, you're like, why is his shoe like 12 sizes bigger on one side? It's because it's a cast. Yeah. So he's jumping off of buildings and landing on fire escapes all with a cast on. That's incredible. So it's even, uh, even that much more impressive. And then... Yeah, like I said, Jackie Chan is is a charming presence because in most of his movies, his character development and his interactions with the criminals are like, hey, you should be nice. He beats them up and says, be nicer to women. And they're like, <laughs> okay, sorry. And that's it, right? Well, that's it's, funny. It's that I simple. like that. It's just him going around, being a nice guy, doing good deeds and kicking a lot of ass and jumping <laughs> off of things and breaking bones. Wow. And it's a very engaging watch. So go check out Rumble in the Bronx <laughs> if you like that. I think Super Cop, or maybe it was Super Cop 2. I get those mixed up. But I think that one's better. That's one of his ones just before it. But really, all of them are a lot of fun. Even if you get into those later ones when he's doing like your rush hour movies and stuff. Mm. Jackie Chan's still being Jackie Chan. <laughs> and he is very fun to watch. So... Go check him out. He's been making movies for like a hundred years, I think. I like that your thing of the week is just Jackie Chan. Well, it's Rumble in the Bronx. But yeah. yeah, I could talk about Jackie Chan a lot. I hadn't thought about him in in years. 
Yeah, I don't think I have either. And he's still making movies. Is he? He is. Oh, wow. He's still going strong. I think his first movie was in like 62. What? Yeah, I think he was he was a child actor though. So okay. he comes from I was this... going to say he's been an adult actor. <laughs> how old is he? <laughs> that is actually a good question. I have no idea how old he is, but I think at the time, because even in the nineties, he looks old. He doesn't look like a young guy. I've never seen a movie where he looks like a young guy. Maybe um, Drunken Master. I think that was an eighties one, but still, he looks huh. kind of old. He is sixty nine years old. Oh, that's it. So he must have been really young in sixty two. But he comes from that school where he's a trained opera singer, a dancer. He, can, he can do, do ballet. Everything. Like that's that's how they worked there, yeah. right? So he also, I ho- I I do own a Jackie Chan album as well. Do you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was in Hong Kong and I was in this like used um, CD store and they had a Jackie Chan love ballad album. I was like, yeah, of course I'm going to buy that. <laughs> that sounds delightful maybe we should listen to some jackie chan or maybe i could put some in right here all right go check out rumble the bronx or just all that kind of fun jackie chan stuff from the 90s so sam we're already there yeah let us know. What are we going to be watching that is Keanu-based for our next episode? So my Keanu-based big watch is the 2014 blockbuster film, oh, John, John Wick. Wick. <laughs> um, I don't know anything about this movie other than this line that I found online. A legendary hitman who was forced out of retirement to seek revenge against the men who killed his puppy. Oh, they gave that away. I I wish you hadn't known that. Oh. Yeah, because now you know a puppy's going to die. Yeah. Oh, I well, think you told bad. me that one. No, no. I would never tell you that part because I went in not knowing that and it, it hit me. Oh. It hit me hard. Well, it's probably still going to hit me. I think that's the thing a lot of people talk about. Right. You know. I feel like I, I've just heard that then if you didn't share it with me. But yeah, that's the only thing I've read about it. I can see the... F- four movie posters and he looks stern and angry in all of them i've only seen the first okay but i hear one two and four are all good and i heard three is a little odd but i'm I'm not basing that on watch ah god damn it what sorry overtime oh (sighs) did toronto win yeah well anyways that doesn't (laughs) matter let's go back to um to keanu so what are you expecting out of this? Um, I think there's going to be a lot of shooting and a lot of dark fight scenes. I think that's about yeah. right. Yeah. I and, think you're going to get exactly what you want then. <laughs> yeah. And maybe, I don't know why, it just seems like really dark and like maybe there'll be like a confrontation in a rainy alleyway. Oh, yeah. I'm sure there's some of that too. Yeah. I think those are those are the things that I'm expecting. Why did you pick this over, because you've never seen uh, kind of what many people consider the peak of Keanu Reeves, like Speed or right. Point Break? Um, I don't know. It was just something that I really wanted to watch mm-hmm. um, and that it seemed like I probably should have seen it already. But what makes this one stand out over those? Because um, Speed has, you know, Sandra Bullock, and you yes, love her. True. Um, Point Break has someone shooting a gun into the sky, and I know how you love to do that. <laughs> I love to shoot guns into the sky. 
<laughs> I think that I think that's you. Um, I don't know. I just decided that this was the one. I did look at like his filmography, but I thought this one seemed fun. I think it is fun. I I really liked him in the Matrix, so I thought this looked matrixy. Like the posters seemed similar so <laughs> that's what you went off i didn't read any synopsis because i didn't want to ruin any of them mm. um so yeah i thought this one the poster looked good so the poster was the most matrixy yes is how you got this okay that's yeah. a good reason because i think it's probably the most matrixy of his non-matrix movies i don't okay. think it's especially matrixy but I'm not sure about this, and I'm sure you could easily check, <laughs> but I think this is directed by his uh, stunt man from the Matrix movies. Oh. So that's why it is so action-heavy in a very specific way, because it's not action from somebody who doesn't make action stuff. It's someone who knows all about it, like a Jackie Chan. Oh. Yes, he was Keanu Reeves' stuntman. And what's the director's name? Uh, Chad Stileski. Who I believe was attached to do the Ghost of Tsushima movie once that comes out. I'm not sure if that's still happening, but last I heard, he was attached to it. It is mentioned under his name. All right. Well, I'm excited for that, too, because he has done very good work with um, with John Wick, I thought. It's a, mm -hmm. it's a solid action movie. Well, I'm excited because I feel like... It's time to do another action movie. Let's do it. Excellent. All right. So hug your puppies tight. Get your guns. Maybe a cool black coat. And we'll see you here next week while we talk John Wick. Excellent. Just one, right? Number just one. one. We're okay. just going to watch number one. Um, maybe the reason it was at the top of my head was because the fourth one just came out. But right. I, uh, I can't wait to talk about it next week. Bye, everyone. Goodbye. Goodbye.